0: Good nutrition and eating habits are always helpful to our minds and bodies, but perhaps especially so during this shelter-in-place time when most of us are spending more time at home than ever. Joining me to discuss shopping and eating strategies during COVID-19 is Sarah Hausman, a registered dietitian at Salinas Valley Memorial Healthcare System. This is Ask the Experts, a podcast from Salinas Valley Memorial Healthcare System. I'm Scott Webb. So, Sarah, thanks so much for joining me today. You're a registered dietitian, and uh, everybody has a lot of questions right now. We're at home. We're sheltering in place. Maybe some of us are indulging a little bit too much in comfort food. So let's go through some of this stuff today. Let's start with grocery shopping while we're sheltering in place. Why is it important to have a shopping list?
1: It helps you frame your diet. It helps you make good choices when you get to the store. And I think there's a lot of stress going on about shopping in the grocery store right now. You know, we're, we're seeing COVID everywhere. We're looking at everybody. Did you wash your hands? And you're not able to think as clearly when you're that stressed out. So having a shopping list can definitely help guide making those good decisions. I think we're reaching for those comfort foods, like you said, more than maybe we normally would. And having a shopping list will help remind us to get some of those healthy foods that we know we need at home.
0: Yeah, you know, I know my kids are going through bananas, like they're going out of style. So I'm having to buy two bushels of bananas now. I'm having to buy uh, ripe bananas that they can eat immediately when I walk in the door, and also the greenest bananas I can find so that we'll have bananas for three or four days because each of them is polishing off like two a day. I'm like, no! When dad's only going to the store once a week, you can't eat bananas like that. Slow down.
1: Yeah, and I like your strategy there of, you know, like shopping for later too. So I think looking at some things like the citrus fruit or the apples that you could, you know, maybe last longer than maybe your berries or some of those other, you know, less shelf-stable kind of produce.
0: Absolutely. Like a Big Bag of Cuties. Or some apples, some things, as you say, that aren't going to go bad, like bananas go bad in like a day. One day they're green, and the next thing you know, they're brown, you know? So uh, while we're on the subject of healthy food versus non-healthy food, we know that, sure, a lot of people are hoarding things like toilet paper and all of that. But also what I'm noticing at the store, and maybe you've noticed as well, is people seem to be buying things that aren't perishable. So when we talk about healthy options, the store shelves might be empty. So what do we do about that?
1: this is one of my biggest concerns working with cardiac rehab patients that are older and we don't want them in the store as much is, you know, how do we get you to eat as healthy as we can while keeping you safe? And I think, you know, there are a lot of challenges here. And I do think that if eating healthy is a big stressor for you right now, take some of that pressure off of yourself. Certainly if you're a diabetic or if you have congestive heart failure, we do want you to be sticking as close as you can to that. But I think letting some of that burden go as much as you can. I think if you're able grabbing a little extra and certainly don't grab the whole shelf because there's lots of us out here that are trying to get food too, but stocking up on some of maybe those frozen berries or the frozen vegetables that you could keep for later. I think this is a fantastic time to support small local stores. So All of the farmers markets in Monterey County have opened back up and have been declared essential services so that you can come by from small local farmers that really need your support. And I think it's a great time to look at joining something like community supported agriculture or a CSA box where they might drop off fresh produce that they picked that morning at your house and, you know, just kind of guaranteeing that you've got that produce available for you. I think looking at things like shelf stable beans or canned vegetables and, you know, ideally we would be saying, look for the low sodium, the, Five percent or less or 140 milligrams of of sodium. But if you can't find that, buying those things anyways, rinse them off before you use them. It'll help reduce the sodium on them and you will at least have some protein sources and some good healthy things at home. And then I think if you're able, buying some of those, you know, dried beans or some of those other kinds of, you know, shelf-stable options that you could put in your own pantry, maybe stretch out how long you know, you have to, you, you have before you have to go back to the grocery store. But well, you mentioned making a list. And I think the big struggle right now is that it's more of a wish list than a true, I'm going to bring these things home with me. And so having some flexibility and buying what you can, but keeping in mind that, you know, there are other people shopping. So don't take up everything while you're out there.
0: Those are all great suggestions, and, and you're so right. Like This is a, a really interesting time, but also perhaps a great time to support local and to sort of think outside the box store, if you will, uh, that, that there are other options and, and ways to get a hold of produce and fruit and things like that. So really great suggestions. So we know we're all at home. Many people are just binging on Netflix, possibly Tiger King or whatever they're watching. <laughs> so how do we not overeat? right? Because uh, everybody likes comfort food anytime, but especially right now, how do we, especially since we, none of us maybe even know what day it is and we're just so out of sorts and we just wander around our houses and we wander into the kitchen. So how do we not indulge ourselves in that comfort food? What do we do during these difficult times?
1: So I think there's a couple things that, that we can do. And I think we all have different coping mechanisms. So, you know, I think allowing yourself maybe some of those comfort foods just because we do need to feel better might be okay right now and I'm not saying you know eat the whole cake but I I think as much as you can trying to keep to a regular routine or a structure a lot of people have had their entire routine turned upside down they're working from the couch the kids are home they're trying to teach their kids there's all of this stress And so as much as you can, trying to keep a regular routine of when you get up. And maybe this is a great time for you because you're not a morning person and you usually have to go to work really early and so you can shift your hours a little. But maybe sitting down to have more meals with the family because we know that you pay more attention to what you're eating when you're sitting down paying attention to what you're eating, so not eating in front of the television. And making sure that you're setting timers, that we're going to eat breakfast at 8 and we're going to eat lunch at noon and we're going to eat dinner at 6. And so, you know, really – trying to put the focus on what you're eating so you're not, you know, binging all six episodes of the Tiger King. And um, I think the other piece of this is, you know, trying to find some stress management techniques that work for you. So one of the things we talk about in nutrition is mindful eating and that's sort of identifying the feed- feelings that are leading you to eat. So are you truly hungry right now? And if you're not hungry, acknowledging what, feedings are making, or what feelings are making you want to eat. So Are you bored? Are you stressed? Are you just in the kitchen and there's nothing else going on and staring at that cookie is going to give you something to do? Whatever it is, acknowledge that feeling. And if you do end up eating, at least identify that you're not eating because you're hungry. If you are eating because you are hungry, and I think even if you're not, trying to pay attention to when you're feeling full. So you know we want you to stop eating when you're no longer hungry we don't want you to stop eating when you've reached thanksgiving day full so i think trying to go back to that idea of eating with intention and sitting down for those family meals or even if you live by yourself just sitting down and separating the eating from everything else that you're doing
0: great advice and and you're so right like just trying to stay normal in abnormal times, right? Like, just try to keep to some kind of routine, some kind of normalcy, uh, and, and and just not get, uh, th- you know, let things sort of get away from you during this time. What if a person is a diabetic and or has just special needs when it comes to food? Like, what do they do about this during this time?
1: I, I think it's a really challenging question, and I think it's it's one of the things that, that us dietitians are, are trying to figure out. I know that here at Salinas Valley Memorial Healthcare System, we have gone to more of a, a phone call system. So our diabetes dietitians are calling their patients and I'm calling my patients here in the cardiac wellness program so that we can try to troubleshoot some of these issues. I think as much as you're able trying to get in some of those high fiber foods that are going to help, you know, control your blood sugars, help with the, the heart disease, trying to control how much sodium that you're having in your diet and to the extent that you're able, trying to do some sort of an exercise at home. I think if you do have a dietitian that you're able to reach out to, give them a call. We're, we're doing a lot of survival scenario nutrition that we've never had to deal with before, but reach out. We're, we're happy to help troubleshoot this. And I think one of the things that's been really heartwarming for me is seeing how much free exercise videos are out there. A lot of the local yoga studios, Pilates studios, Zumba places are actually doing free online classes, and I think those are some great ways to both do stress release and help with your um, diabetes management.
0: Absolutely, and I'm seeing the same thing on social media. Lots of free options on social media, on YouTube, for ways to just, you know, stay physically active because we know that being mentally and physically active we know that eating right eating healthy all of these things can help our you know mental state anxiety if we're feeling it and also our immunity right
1: yeah For sure. And I think too, if we're looking up ways to keep you busy and out of the kitchen and away from those comfort foods, doing some of those exercise videos is a great way to keep you busy.
0: All right. So wrap things up here, Sarah. Uh, We all know the situation, right? And we don't know exactly how long it's going to last. So uh, we may be in our homes uh, for another month or more. What's your best advice, your best take on this? How can we eat as well as possible during a time that is you know, just so completely foreign for most of us.
1: I, a long time ago, took a water aerobics class and the teacher, you know, I was probably one of the youngest people there and she would shout out as she was, you know, instructing us to do our weird activities in the water. You're doing the best thing that you can do for your body right now. And I think that is great advice right now is to try to think about what is the best thing that I can do for my body right now. We know that a healthy diet and good nutrition can help protect against you know, disease. We know that it can build your immunity. We know that exercise and activity is going to help keep us physically and mentally healthy. And I think doing the best you can for your body today and thinking of it as a day-to-day kind of thing. I think if we start thinking out 30 days or however long we're going to be in this, it's too overwhelming. So take it day by day and do the best that you can.
0: That's really well said. That's that's awesome, Sarah. Way to Way to finish things off there. Just, you know, you don't have to worry about the rest of this period right now. Let's just focus today on today. Do something right for yourself today, mentally, physically, for your family. And we'll all get through this together, right?
1: I think that sums it up nicely.
0: Thanks for all the great tips and your expertise today, Sarah. For more information about Salinas Valley Memorial Healthcare System, visit svmh.com. And we hope you found this podcast to be helpful and informative. I'm Scott Webb. Stay well, and we'll talk again next time.